0: and girls welcome to another episode of pastors of pain 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 pain, we are so glad that you are with us we did a show a couple weeks ago uh, about uh, weddings, wedding do's and don'ts. Oh yes, uh, it was uh, very popular among among brides. I
1: I, I, uh, I sent it to Pio O'Hare.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I put She's it. She's already married. I I know Pio O'Hare
1: is definitely married yeah. to
0: Yeah.
1: Her uh, anyway, to I was down husband. in I was down yes. in Austin doing their um, the Anna's and Riley's wedding. Oh, is that who that and was? And I was like, I hope huh. they listened to this before this wedding. So shout out to Pio O'Hare. love it.
0: Uh-huh. And then last week we did a little show on. Uh, the Eucharistic revival that is needed in the church. Oh! Too many people just aren't believing. No. We are. I believe. With all my heart. Well, i giving my life to it. Me too. Let's go. Me three. Um, and anyway, today, here on Pastors of Pain... Uh, we're going to sort of continue a little a little series. Oh, well, oh, let me guess. Let me
1: guess. The series on the scripture. If we... Uh, the series on worst baseball players ever in history go, to not get in the baseball, Hall of Fame. Worst baseball players. Well, I was very targeted at Pete Rose. Um, let me see. Other series... What do you have uh,
0: against Pete Rose? Well, I, I'm not really... I collected Pete Rose baseball cards, and I would planned to like go to Cincinnati the day he got into the Hall of Fame and sell them all and be a millionaire. And...
1: Not, Which of those three not, didn't happen? He's not gonna get in the hall of fame. <laughs> All three. One of, of these them. days. One of these days. You
0: think? I think he will.
1: I think we 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 uh we said that it was his because he bet against his own team. Yeah, he bet yeah. yeah. And that's it, uh, like that's not good. No.
0: Bro, come on. That's not. Yeah, that's bad. Um, but we're glad you're with us. Uh well, what's our series? Summer Well, this oh, the series is on uh, the commandments. Whoa. There are ten of them. Oh yes! If you are not familiar, I I am. I try to follow uh, all of them. And so we've done over the last. I mean, I don't know. I think we had planned. This shows you kind of our our the, our high level of, uh, of organization on this show. That we 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 said okay, we'll do like first. I think we did like the first commandment, and then the, I think we did like the first five commandments within like six months, eight months. Yeah, within a year and a half, probably less than that. And now we've taken a. Uh, like I, sabbatical, the, it's like a half. It's like a halftime. We waited a year or so. Whoa. It hadn't been a year. I think it was like oh, like. Well, we also got fall. a lot of people
1: who was saying, "Hey, could you talk about this? And we this do and get, this? we and do then then get requests. We you know wait
0: from time time. all sorts of other things time time that show up. And so I thought we'd yeah maybe we could pick pick that back up. Okay, uh, uh, and talk about the sixth commandment. But Ooh, before whoa. we do that, before we do that, can sixth you give El Sais the, six, the sixth? The sixth Commandment. Yeah. Um Can you give us a little update on your church?
1: I I kill well. I haven't been over there in a week and a half, but a couple of things. Uh they're starting to put brick up on the north side wall. I saw that they're a big pile of bricks. <whistles> yeah, a big, big pile of bricks. Hopefully they go vertical up the side of the wall of the church. As opposed to just laying on the ground. Oh, I see. yes, yeah. yeah. There's uh, two places for bricks on the on the truck coming here, and the teleological on the logo.
0: end of the brick. Yeah, is being, to be on a building. I have some. Uh,
1: I have some. What is that stuff? Grout applied to in them. order
0: to fulfill its vocation. Yes, it needs to be. I'm attached not sure to it can building. fulfill
1: its vocation because it doesn't have, have a soul. Oh, okay, but it does have a telos. You're right. A telos. That's what I was. Going yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the so that's going up. The bells just arrived. Yeah, tell us about these bells. These bells, there. I think they are 900, 400, and 200-pound bells.
0: And A 900-pound bell? Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure. I didn't order them. Lauren Don't Lacey ordered that. them Don't and then named them.
0: Foot. So um, I
1: I thought I had all sorts of great names, and then Lauren said, they should be named after the three archangels.
0: the yeah. three, uh, tell yeah, us yeah, the their three names Ar- of the three archangels. Um, uh, Steve, Mike, n- n- and n- n- Nancy. N- no. no,
1: Before this, we were talking about this, and we were coming up with, like, Ghostbuster names, like, <laughs> do egon
0: Ruth, Garrigan, Mantle. Ruth, Garrigan, Mantle? Who is that? Famous Yankees. Oh, yeah. Biggio Bagwell-Berkman. The killer uh, bees from the 1990s Astros. Who? Craig Biggio. Jeff Bagwell. And Lance Berkman, and they called them the Killer Bees. The Killer Bees, <laughs> you did not want to face that lineup. Whoa, okay. Well, I'm, I'm so already
1: what, fine. What did you name? What did you name the bells? I, Lauren named them Gabriel. Um, I almost said Lucy. <laughs> um, let's see, Raphael and Michael. Okay, not the not Donatello because that would be the Which one is turtles. the nine
0: hundred pound bell?
1: I don't know. Of the three archangels, is there a hierarchy? I, 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 I didn't choose I didn't choose the names, and I didn't put them on the bells. It's your church. I know, but I delegated work out, and I delegated good that out. You. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. I was like, more. okay, here, need I need you to do this because I don't have a bandwidth to do it.
0: So she could have named them anything she wanted? Mm-hmm. Yep. And she chose the three archangels. That's nice. I know. That was pretty good of her.
1: So, these bells are just going to show up? And then there's a consecration that goes with them that we have planned. Tell us about that. The blessing and the consecration. So Is gonna that be on, public... They're going to be on the ground for about oh, four or five days, and they uh you know with different things going on there's like a roof membrane that we're on the hunt for so y'all out there in radio land
0: pray if anyone for, has an extra roof membrane
1: yes yes
0: if you just got one
1: laying around and you're I mean a lot of farmers and ranchers just have stuff sitting in their sheds so if you roof
0: have membrane
1: so it's a three layer uh, system apparently the company that builds this eh, a lot of buildings that are going up right now use the same. And then apparently one of their plant, they have two of them in the United States, one of their plants caught on fire. So now they had to uh, aggregate all the, all the projects oh, into one. Like
0: baby formula. Yeah. because a like shortage a, of roof membranes. <laughs> uh, that's like when's on the, the roof of your mouth. When's the president going to do something about it? He better get after it. Just do nothing Congress. They don't care about roof membranes. So the, the roof has been uh, water pouring through roofs all over America. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, that's and a, they don't care. Vote them out. Done. That's uh, that's actually one of, like as you're looking out in the future. It's my number one issue. We're trying to election. make sure that happens so we can dry this building in. Yeah. So it's... Uh, roof. Uh, membranes. Yeah. So they're doing all the steel work on the inside. So when you go... It looks good. If, you people, walk in, if,
0: if people are listening to this and you have not driven by... It's big. You should drive by. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. If you're standing on
1: the roof of the student center, you can see on top of the roof of all the buildings that surround it except Boone Pickens Stadium. So you can see into this, if you're on the roof, or if you're up in the bell tower, you can watch the football game go on inside Come the stadium. Come on. Yeah, you can see you inside. Tickets? Uh well, Yeah. Well, there's a hatch to get to it, oh. which is uh, called the Sailor's, it's called the Sailor's Ladder, and you have to like shimmy up it, and then you have to unlock the hatch with a, with a key, then get into the bell tower. But then you have to navigate the, the three bells that are up there—it's sturdy enough and big enough. It's supposed to eventually. It's going to take twenty-one bells. Really? Yeah. It's ma- it's it's designed to take twenty-one oh, bells. But you're which, starting with three. Yeah. Which there could be a larger bell than the nine hundred pound bell in there.
0: Come on. Yeah.
1: That'll so, be the next guy's problem. That'll be the next dude's problem. The oh the um the only downside of it is the the anchor system goes to the concrete roof. So there's a there's a a metal deck with a concrete roof. And then there's bolts that come out of that that are sunk into those. Then, then the um, this type of roofing material. Then the rubber insulation. Then, then the dunnage. The then the A-frame of the bells. And then they're hooked down to it. So the next dude would have to do all that work. Which hopefully I'm dead by then. I don't, <laughs> don't want him calling me. You want to be dead? I want to be dead no. at 65, so I can like really be in heaven more with fifth the Lord. Commandment
0: kind of talk. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm like, I mean. Okay, that's a good update. But anyway, drive by. If you have not driven by, you should it's drive It's pretty by. cool. Um, so summertime things coming up. Uh, Dr. Scott Hahn is coming June 10th. What? Uh, we have some seminarians that are with us this summer. They're okay. Lame. Um, they're going to be on the show next week. Uh, they just better
1: pick up after themselves. Yeah. I'm sick of doing their laundry
0: you and their dishes. You went off. You kind of went off on them. The oh. other, they like just moved in. You were like yelling to put your dishes in the sink. I, uh, no, they, put them they in they the did. dishwasher. There was no dishes in the in the sink. And it was like a preemptive. I yelling. was. It was a preemptive strike. I think was you like have some issues from maybe last summer seminar. <laughs> At least one of them. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Yeah, or well, that
1: seminarian that comes back all the time. Okay,
0: let's let's dive into the sixth commandment because there's a lot to cover in the sixth commandment. Yeah, I think uh is the sixth commandment like the most talked about commandment in our maybe the kind of hypersexualized culture the sixth commandment by the way is thou shall not commit adultery is it the most talked about i don't know it seems like people are kind of hyper-focused on why would they be hyper-focused they don't really care on sex no no i mean we just live in a i think a hypersexualized culture no
1: oh yeah we do i mean that we can start right there because you know jesus has this line he says if you've Um, if you've already lusted about a woman in your mind, you've already committed adultery so that the act, um, precedes, well, the, the thought precedes the action. So if you've already done this, then this is going on. You've opened the door to. That's right. Because yeah. it was not It was not just like the physical action, but it's also in the mind. So now that tells you like what's going on visually around us with like billboards everywhere. Well, not everywhere. Billboards around, but also on social media and Instagram and TikTok. Tel- have, the television. Yeah. You have all these uh, lustful images. I mean, uh, like Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. One of my buddies, his dad used to give it to him, and we would have it like in our clubhouse when I was in like fifth and oh. sixth grade. And like, what does that what does that do to your mind? So now you're you filling your mind,
0: women. Yeah,
1: yeah. You you start to objectify the uh, the opposite sex if you've already uh, like lusted about them and, and thought about them in your mind. You've already committed the act. Uh, so the the thought so precedes thinking
0: about it. adultery and committing adultery. Are, are the same uh, thing? Well, that's what Jesus says. You've already done it. Come on. That's what? not the same thing though. Well, that's what the Lord says.
1: Literally says what that. What did he mean? <laughs> but are you deny that we, Jesus is is real? I'm not denying. And true. Oh, yes, he's the but in your in your world is not. If
0: somebody came to you in confession and said, uh, father, I've uh I thought about adultery. I thought I lusted after a woman in my in my mind. Mhm. And then the next person said, I've, I cheated on my wife. You'd give them like the same advice because they're uh, the same thing.
1: I don't know if they were the same thing and the same advice. I'd give, the, the, but Jesus the, said they're the same thing. I would. Okay. Okay. Phil, philosophically. I just want
0: to help people. You want to help people. Okay. Phil. phil I think you want to confuse people and I want to help people, but go ahead. So philosophically. There we go.
1: Now it's on. Okay. Oh, oh boy. This is great. <laughs> okay. Father and father throw down. I'm rolling up my sleeves. They're already father rolled up. Father and father are fighting. So it's scripturally, it says if you've lusted about a woman in, in your mind and in your heart, you've already done the action. Uh, so it, in Judaism, the understanding was that you actually had to do this there thing we go. in order for it to, uh, to actually be a sin. You couldn't just think about it, but it, it, it moves it to the intellectual level because the, the intellectual level, because the, you know, the, the, the way both Aristotle and St. Thomas Aquinas uh, talk about the action is you have this, the set, the sense input, sense data comes in about blah, blah, hits you in, in there, in the senses. Yep. And then it stirs the passions. And the passions move to the intellect. And so if you have a, a, um, your intellect then activates your will and says, let's do this. And so there's this process that goes on in both the mind and the soul. And as one is spending more time pondering over these things, then the will becomes more debilitated by the concupiscible irrational appetites. And then you put these things into action. So if you've already done this, so he's saying, okay, it's not just about the action; it's about like how your mind is thinking. Is your mind being turned to heavenly things and divine things? Are you um, are you making your life a, a life of prayer and contemplation, or are you allowing? these ideas to come in to permeate themselves and make themselves a home so that an action occurs.
0: And I think what a lot of we'll people sort of a lot of that was, that was money. That was, that was Jason Tatum like territory there. Thank you. As we Just head into to the face. NBA finals. Um, the, I think a lot of people have in their mind, the idea that I can, I can think about whatever I want as long as I don't physically do something about it. So I think especially in the area of like sexuality, um i can i can watch whatever i want i can mm-hmm. read whatever i want i can look at whatever i want i can think whatever i want because i'm not i'm not doing i'm not doing anything right i'm not acting out on it and jesus is saying back it up uh because ultimately what comes into the mind is going to to kind of happen in action. We're going to put
1: it into action.
0: Yeah. We think about it long enough. So you ought to be careful about what comes in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, for example, like music, too. Like yep. how how much how much great awesome music do you have from the 1980s and 1990s that says parental advisory explicit
0: lyrics? What's incredible. I think especially about music. I mean, all of those the stuff I listened to like in middle school and high school I remember all of it. Yeah, exactly. All of it. And I wish I didn't. I mean, a year all these years later, I think a song I hadn't heard since I was probably in 7th grade. I uh-huh. can sing it, I can now sing it word for word. Yeah, I And got it's it. not good. I'm not this is not a no. redeeming quality no. of my life. I know. I mean, I uh, just powerful and so images even more, you know.
1: Ooh. Right. Man, and so this is this is what we do. We're we're um, we're guarding uh, guard your heart. Guard guard your heart, but also guarding your mind. And so in in this world of um, I say visual images are going around, like the easily accessibility. I mean, if if parents are listening to their uh, listening to this with their children, you may want to. you know, like tell them. To, we'll give you five seconds to <laughs> uh, fast, fast st- forward or st- turn for it For station off. identification, you've turned into the pastors of pain in Stillwater, Oklahoma. No, back to you, Father Brian. Okay, uh, we, we just have to be a uh, government <laughs> of what we allow our what I allow our kids to see. Yep. You know, even in college students, you know of of putting protection on the phones because images just show up, um, uh, and it and the whole variety of what is the the pornography industry can be the stuff that is very explicit that is on one end and the stuff that is uh, uh, less less explicit but still there stirring the mind and the heart to then implant these things in because Aristotle's got this line, he says, "If it doesn't come through the senses, it's never in the mind." Now, if you're a Hume, Descartes, um, you know, one of those German philosophers from the 18 and 1900s, and you don't believe we actually live in reality, then this means nothing to you, and you can turn off the show. Let's assume then that Then all that we the do input data is actually just false around you. So, I mean, if you live in that sort of Nietzsche, Descartes Hume, Descartes not have an gargle, iPhone. Yes. Now we're saying, like, hey, bro, all this data comes in. And it does something to the mind and the heart, which then does something intellectually, and does something physically.
0: Good point. Thank you. All right, let's go to the Catechism. catechism. So, in the uh, Catechism, uh, under the Sixth Commandment, mm-hmm. uh, it begins at paragraph two, three, three, one. Okay. Um, and just, well, I'll just kind of walk through it. Maybe we could just talk about it, a little bit of this. So, it, it's going to get into uh, subjects of of sexuality, right? So it begins with uh, the line from Genesis, male and female, he created them, uh-huh. right? So that we are created male and female. Um, we'd say, uh, controversially in today's world, that there are there are two genders. There are, well, the, the there are boys and there are girls. What there are the men de- and there are women. What did the Department a of Defense say? Male, <laughs> male and female. Oh, there was like, this is, I mean, this, yeah, this <laughs> is sort of Twitter humor, but the State Department put out a... It was was it Memorial Day or it yeah, was It was
1: a couple weeks before it was And it like, said
0: something like, you know, we we are grateful for all the men and women who have, you know, fought for this country and some somebody yeah. on Twitter wrote So does this is this the government Tell saying me. that affirming that there are only two genders? <laughs> anyway, it was just yeah. a funny kind of okay. So it begins with that we're created male and female. Um it begins with the command of the Lord be fertile and multiply. Whoa, whoa. oh begins with Man and woman created in God's image
1: and after his own likeness. Yes. So we we have to start from there, like man and woman. And they have this initial dignity to them that they share that they are dwelling places of the most high God. So that God who created them, Ruah, breathed his very life into them and Ruah, and then gave them, instilled in them this dignity that is far beyond all the other creatures, And so then we have to start from that point. Like, how do we care for the other? So
0: So then, so Catechism, uh, the 2332 says, um, speaking about sexuality, Uh says sexuality affects all aspects of the human person in the unity of his body and soul. Mm. It especially concerns affectivity, the capacity to love and to procreate. And in a more general way, the aptitude for forming bonds of communion with others. So our sexuality is not like there's me and then there's my sexuality over here. Um, there's, you know, there's, 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 me. And then there's this like this little 10% part over here that doesn't have anything to do with the rest of my life. We want to be, the church would say, we want to be integrated holes that your sexuality is. they harmonized. Is, is great. has a lot to do with who you are. So when people say, you know, try to separate kind of body and soul, try to separate, well, you know, there's, there's. I'm, I'm just, this, my body is just sort of a shell. Uh, we're, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not down with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, we also get into then the complementary of persons, right? So when we say male and female, like the male, male and female go together. There's a complementarity there. Men bring certain things to the table. Women bring certain things to the table and they belong together. Yeah. Physically, genetically, physically and genetically. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. So then it talks about the vocation to chastity. (gasps) What? So let's talk about chastity. What does that mean? Like when somebody says, I think a lot of times like chastity and celibacy or like chastity gets used in sort of all kinds of ways. But if we we would say this, every person is called to the vocation of chastity. And then usually people (laughs) are like, but no, but I'm married. Like I can, I don't have to be chaste. I'm married. And it's a, it's a, they don't understand chastity. Could you, what do you, how would you describe what is, what is chastity? What does it mean to be chaste?
1: Well, (laughs) it means not to walk, to be chaste. Not to just oh no, I'm yeah. just kidding. Anyway, chat that was that was dumb. That was dumb I tried to make I only, I tried run, to, I only I tried, run
0: when I'm being chased. That,
1: that's the one I was looking for. Yeah, okay I so got you. Chastity, Catholic humor. Yeah. There chastity also occurs in marriage because people don't have sex yeah, all so the you time. Have to be chased okay, in one. marriage? Yeah. Right. So they're 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 not uh, it's not a nonstop um sexual relationship. So there's that. And also, in chastity, it also so there's the governance of the mind and the governance of the body. Uh that Chastity also is for the sake of the kingdom of God, it is said that how am I pursuing the kingdom of God and having a chaste heart with towards, my body? Um, yeah, towards my body of both material things and physical things. So there's this chastity that should govern over uh, govern over us so that our minds and our bodies and our hearts are oriented really to the kingdom of God. Even in marriage, yep. So uh, there's a, a chaste relationship daily um, with your with your spouse um, of that government. Like, how am I um, helping them towards the kingdom of God? How am I expressing love to the other person? And it may not always be physical. So there's this physical chastity that goes on there as well.
0: That's a, that's a little dip. Yeah. Into so it. you can be ch- so chastity when we say that like, we're celibates. There's a that's one way of living out chastity. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's chaste love in marriage, Mm -hmm. single people, uh, people who are widowed, whatever it may be. Um, Everyone is called to the vocation of chastity. One of the things I love in the Catechism, this is twenty three thirty nine. Chastity includes an apprenticeship in self mastery, which is a training in human freedom. I love that. That chastity is an uh, an apprenticeship. In self mastery, that what like what is an apprentice? One is sort of learning from the master, um, and then later on it says self mastery is a long and exacting work. One can never consider it acquired once and for all. It presupposes renewed effort at all stages of life. The effort required can be more intense in certain periods, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. such as when the personality is being formed during childhood and adolescence, kind of like puberty. Well, apprenticeship. So chastity says, is a lifelong, it's a lifelong effort. There's not a point at which, okay, I am now, I have arrived at chastity. <laughs> I am, you know, I am 30 years old. I am married. I am a priest. I'm, I'm 80. I have arrived. It's constantly, right? Because part of that is because there's this, like, I mean, this sort of the sexual drive in a person. Um, just our humanity mm-hmm. is, you know, is real. Yes. Well, the, the the human body is
1: governed. No, I not say governed. It's it has these these function of it. like we have a brain that has intellectual powers and we have feet that move us around. But we also have these appetites in us. And so, I mean, the, the appetite for food and drink and also the appetite. I mean, we have um, all these hormones in us as well. And so there's this desire for the other, as as you read earlier, that man and woman are made for each other and. And so there's also this governance over those powers. I really like that phrase, apprenticeship. Yeah. Because what an apprentice does, they they come into the workshop and they like, this is how everything works properly.
0: So the catechism was on twenty three forty four. Chastity it represents an imminently personal task. Right. So it's every person's duty Mm -hmm. to to be to be chaste. It also involves a cultural effort. So it's not just I'm chaste and therefore I don't have to. Worry about anything. I mean, because we live, I think in a, in a hyper kind of hyper sexualized culture, which then affects us. It affects our children negatively, um, and so there's both this kind of personal task and it, almost like our relationship with the Lord. Like right? I have a personal relationship with the Lord, but then all of us together also have a relationship uh-huh. to the Lord as a as a you know as as a pilgrim people. Okay, then this is where it gets super interesting. Um, the virtue of chastity blossoms in friendship it shows the disciple how to follow and imitate him who has chosen us as his friends chastity is expressed notably in friendship with one's neighbor and i love that and just in the sense that not that not everything has to be sexual
1: <coughs> that okay. ultimately
0: we we we're called to be to be friends with people and then there are certain people in our lives, if, if you're married, that then sexuality can then be expressed, love can be expressed in a sexual way that you wouldn't with literally anybody else in the world. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty great. What number is that again? Um, uh, that's uh, 2347. The chastity is ordered to the friendship. To friendship. So I think especially like when we have... Um, uh, you know, we have uh, parishioners or, or, or anyone with like same-sex like same attraction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That first and foremost, like, be, get in, let's have some, get some friends, right? That not, that that as men, we can be friends with other men. It's mm-hmm. not sexual. We're friends. Women with women, you know, or, or men with women, or women with men. Um, that there's a basic kind of friendship, and then with certain people, uh, somebody that you've then now committed your life to, in the, in the in the you know sort of unitive bond uh-huh. of marriage yeah then then things can be expressed in a sexual way it's really cool so there's a lot there's a lot here so it goes into like offenses against chastity uh lust uh fornication pornography prostitution woo gets into lots of uh, there's a there's really three three really good paragraphs on a chastity and homosexuality okay 2357 2358 2359 so just we're not going to go through these but they're they're there they're there and there and there's 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 good stuff. The love of husband and wife. Um, I really would recommend um, for anyone and everyone uh, Saint John Paul II's theology of the body. Oh yes. So it's a big thick book that could could you know is very philosophical and but there's there are other versions. I really like um, there's a book by a guy named Christopher West yeah, called uh, Theology of the Body for Beginners, which I think I mean the te- teenagers can read adults Uh can read, um, just a wonderful introduction to that, that sexuality is a, is a gift. It's, it's, we, we see it sometimes as kind of a barrier, a negative or, or we see a lot of times that like the church is teaching on the sixth commandment is like all about all the things that you're not allowed to do. When in fact it's, it's, it's meant to be, and we don't do this good enough, but it's meant to be expressed positively. Um, that the church is teaching on the sixth commandment on sexuality is, is good news. It's meant to bring about life. It's meant to bring about the unity of, of married persons. Um, and I think we don't, a lot of, you know, people kind of refer to, uh, somebody said to me once, like you're, you guys are like the church of no, all you do is just, <laughs> you, you just tell us all the stuff we can't do and make life totally not fun. And that's not true. It's,
1: it's like I, I, how, let's we want to tell you how to live, right? It's just like you said, the apprentice. You know, I go into a wood shop or into a metal, uh, like a metal frame shop, and I'm like, Well, look at this cool!" And they're like, "You're going to cut your finger off with that." <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's why I was always told to put my hands in my pockets when I go in places because that breaks up. And, and so the apprenticeship is like let the scriptures, let the church teaching, let the traditions teach you out. And I think uh, there's a sister, sister, a Miriam James, love her. Yeah, Sister Miriam James. Wow. Don't know is, her, but I love her. Is beautiful. She's a salt sister, and she teaches. S-O-L-T. Like, yeah, I would check her out as well with Christopher West. Yeah,
0: so there's good, I mean, there is good stuff out there. Um, and we'll just simply close with this, that the church's teaching on sexuality is good news. Copy Sixth Commandment. Um, you know? And so when you read about the Sixth Commandment, I mean, there's a, it gets into a lot of, you know, kind of really topics that we don't, you know, usually talk about out in public. Um, but we should Mm -hmm. because it's good news and it's good news for all people everyone is called to the beautiful vocation of chastity and that ladies and gentlemen is our show wow so uh, join us next week we're going to have some seminarians on Uh, they're going to show us how smart they are they're so good I like these guys and we're out of here and we hope you have a great week God bless Peace. peace